welcome to Harry Potter and the Anxious Millennials, a show where we delve week by week into each chapter of the Harry Potter series. Hello, here we are again. Merrily we roll along through this book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Slow and steady wins the race. Well, this today we're going speedy, speedy quick, so... Because Adam, oh, yeah. Adam has places to be. Okay. Honey. <laughs> this week we read chapter five called Weasley's Wizard Wheezes. Say that five we times sure fast. <laughs> Adam, what happens in this chapter? I continuously forget that this is a thing that this podcast does. So <laughs> in this in this chapter. Improvised um, on the sp- off the cuff. Ha- Harry finally arrives to the borough that we were. <laughs> yeah, false to arrive advertising. In last chapter, false advertising. <laughs> finally arrives at the borough and uh, is reintroduced to all of the Weasley family. Mm-hmm. And there's only like a little bit of plot information in this chapter. Most of it's I, just like look I, how fun. I have like nothing to say about this chapter so i apologize in advance i have a lot of notes of just like what happened but like i don't nothing substantial happens in this chapter i was like you find out one bit of information of like who people are and that's like the only thing that's like oh remember this down the road right yeah one names this is probably why this whole thing was cut from the movie (laughs) to be honest but we didn't need it. Go ahead and like fast forward from the breaking and entering at the Dursleys to yeah. Harry getting the there bra- in the port break key. And enter, break and enter and have them bring the port key with them and then it, yeah. I don't know, something. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't need, because well, the in the fourth film, he just wakes up from a nightmare. And he's at the burrow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. And so then like, the next scene is them like walking up the hill to the port key. Yes. So I'm like, there's a way that you could have done that while still including. With Amos Diggory and his hair. Yes. I'm just saying, I think there was a way they could have. They could have done it, but you know what? Whatever. I wasn't consulted. We weren't consulted. Yeah. Big mistake. Huge. Not consulting us huge. in eighth grade. <laughs> we were in eighth grade That's at the time. In America, they're like two two eighth graders from. That's when the movie came out. We were in eighth grade. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. November eighteenth, my half birthday. My mom's birthday. But what year? I don't care oh, about the day. What year? What year it came out? Yeah, two thousand five. Wow. So we were in the in, first semester of eighth grade. Okay. Yes. If you were wow. wondering. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban came out June 4th in 2004, and The Order of the Phoenix came out in July, July 11th of 2007. Let's go. Let's get Um, into it. Here we go. Let's get into this chapter. So at the very beginning, Harry is in the flu network. He's uh, being sucked off, as one could say, (laughs) by by the flus of the world. It's weird to me that like they see the other you can like see other fireplaces. What if someone's naked in their living room? I just I don't understand. I mean, you're obviously going so fast you don't like notice anything. But I it is like a weird concept that like 
What if, if you can see their fireplaces, couldn't they see if they were just like looking in? Couldn't they be like, oh shit? That's why I'm just imagining like you're spinning and like for one split second you like make eye contact. It's like- <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Like, uh- um, so he makes it back to the Weasleys. He ends up uh, uh, coming back and then immediately is like accosted by the twins and they're like. Did he eat it? Did he eat it? And they were like, he was like, yeah, what the fuck? What did you do? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And they said, which we were trying to figure, we're trying to remember last week. It's called Tun Tung Toffee. Tun Tung Toffee. Tun Tung. Tun Tung? Tung is second? Tun Tun Tung Toffee. Tun Tung Toffee. Okay. So it's important to remember that. And then. Very um, important detail. This is the, what we want to remember. Huge. This is the <laughs> chapter that you really need to take notes on. If you're remembering anything about Harry <laughs> Potter, the series, it's book four, chapter five. We don't want to spoil uh, no. Back to the Burrow. No. <laughs> you have to remember Tun Tun mm-hmm. Toffee. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. he meets um, Bill and Charlie for the first time. Um, so we get to like Charlie? interact with them. Charlie is a character, guys. I just want to remind everyone. They just got rid of Charlie for the films. So, like, you only get Charlie in the books. It's always so bizarre to me. Because, actually, he is in that photo of them in the third film where they go to Egypt. But then we never meet him. And they say his name. Yeah. And, yeah. He's referenced by name. Yeah. Yeah. I think the deal is they were just like, yeah, he's just off with dragons. He's too busy to worry about the war. Like, hire one additional redheaded guy for like the wedding, like Bill's wedding. I'm just like, there's none left in the UK. (laughs) There were none available. (laughs) They got all of them. Um, But we meet Bill Charlie. So Bill, okay. So we meet. He describes. She describes Charlie first, and she was like. He's not as lank. He's not lanky like Percy or Ron. He's kind of shorter and like, like the twins, like like the twins. And mm. then she was like, and also he's very muscular. And I was like, Ooh. oh, <laughs> Charles, <laughs> Charles, Charles Weasley. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so Adam is leaving Victor Crumb for Charles. <laughs> My basement is flooded. <laughs> Who said I need to leave anybody? We can have, we listen right, to more than Yeah, it doesn't even need to be monogamous. That's correct. I've got two holes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're moving on. <laughs> Hi, mom. Okay, and then. <laughs> hey, Nancy. <laughs> Nancy boy, and then, here he is. And then she describes uh, Bill Weasley, who's like the one who works for Gring- Gringotts. Also um, sounds hot. Also sounds very hot, but gives me like John Jungkook energy. Like mm. long hair Jungkook when oh, we were having that purple? moment. Yes. The purple hair. I know. For for we normal moved, people who pass that too fast. Who don't listen to K-pop, uh, it gives <laughs> me like a just like a general rock star type of I'm, vibe. I'm pretty sure though, people that listen to K-pop is the norm now. Uh Sure. I would say... You don't think it's mainstream? Heading in that direction? I think it's heading in that direction, but I don't think we're there yet. That I could be like, you know, John Jungkook. 
I don't think most people <laughs> would know who that was. Yeah, you'd have to say BTS, and then they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I do." I, think I, I have know like who that a. Is. I don't know. There's still some people that I talk to. I'm like, I went and saw BTS concert, and they're like, "Who's BTS?" And I was like, ah, "Okay." This is this in real time is what's happening right now. Is like I'm very. This is me realizing that the like LA California bubble is like a real thing. Like what yeah. is mainstream here is just not. I really do sometimes assume that it's mainstream everywhere else, but well, that makes me very grateful to live here. Coastal elites once again, (laughs) just forgetting about us flyover states. So Arthur Weasley gets back and he was like, what did you do? Da, 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 da. Really mad. His tongue was four feet long, like genuinely very upset because obviously it's very embarrassing um, to be the only wizard in that situation of people who already hate wizards as right as yeah a general very, concept a very valid point yeah so i'm sure that was uncomfortable for him but yeah. he did seem to apparently remedy the situation um and he's very upset when he gets back and uh it's like you know what when i tell your mother and lo and behold molly weasley walks and she's like tell me what get my name out your mouth tell me what arthur um and he was like I like the idea that it was like in the text it was like yeah she was like there was no way he was ever going to tell Molly so now that he like might have to he was like oh it's fine nothing I didn't know (laughs) who's once again just like last what was it episode two we're like who's mad what (laughs) (laughs) so uh, like on that cue Hermione and Ginny and Ron and Harry are all like, well, we got to go upstairs. Bye. Well, everyone but Ron. Ron's like, what are you yeah. doing? Why are you to blah, 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 blah. And Hermione's well, like. Well, he's used to it, to be honest. No, no, no. I mean, he didn't understand that Hermione was like, let's go upstairs. He was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows where he's, he's sleeping. He's... What? <laughs> yeah. Dumb. Um, so they go upstairs and on the way up the stairs, uh, Percy pops out of his room and he's like, excuse me, you're being quite loud on the stairway. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, oh, sorry. And then he is talking about Percy's writing a report that has to do with, uh, thickness of cauldron bottoms. And the devastating effects that the cauldron community is facing from imports from other countries that are too thin and they're breaking. This is a problem. This is a real, I should, I wish I had enough uh, technological ability to like make, make a little um, Sarah McLaughlin type uh, (laughs) PSA video of like cauldrons. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so no wonder um, you are miserable, Percy. No wonder you're mad at anyone for having just a, a a moment of of fun on the stairs, letting a giggle out on the stairway. So there was there is that. I absolutely will give you that. But I also was like, I mean, oh I'm no, a person. Adam, who, <laughs> what's happening? I just think I think Percy is someone who is in a similar situation like Ron, where I think he has two older brothers who are like very successful at what they did. Established in their fields. And was like, but he didn't, he doesn't have, I don't know. There's something about him that I think is like, 
he's trying to be noticed by his family, but it feels like he's often forgotten because, which I understand why Ron also feels that way, but I don't know. There's something about Percy that I think is kind of like interesting. Well, Um, he gets, he gets the attention like, and this is, this is not me saying anything about anything negative about the Weasleys because a lot of families do this, but like when he became prefect, he got a gift. When he became head boy, he got a gift. Like there are certain things that, you know, they're rewarding. So I'm sure to all the kids that sends a message of like, okay, well, this is what I have to do to like get attention in the family or whatever. And everyone kind of, you know, subscribes to that, except maybe like Fred and George, because they are Fred and George and they just don't give a shit. They right. just want to do their own. Well, things. they have like each other in like yeah, a way that, that exactly people None don't of the understand. Other siblings, yeah, and I do think that like in this new job, he's probably getting commended more frequently in a way where he's like filling the void mm-hmm. that he would think he has with his family with like work. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I kind of think. I mean, his trajectory in the f- series, I think, is like genuinely interesting because. Oh it's, yeah. No, it kind is kind of like a very nuanced, not nuanced, I, I think, but maybe just like a not not one that you would like think about for like first. Right. But it is something that like happens when people like are trying to like push their career forward that they will do not necessarily bad things, but not morally correct things at all times right. in order to. Yeah. yeah, I just think it's like a cool character arc that he really gets but <laughs> the care the character type like the archetype that percy is is just like the exact type of man that i'm always like <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's where that for me i'm just like oh yeah you're one of those okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> not for me I mean, not but for there's me. also like a thing that like they don't they talk about his stuff like it doesn't matter that's the other thing too is that if He's very, very like proud of himself him. and they're very dismissive of it. And like, I but will talk his, about like not his parents. No, not his parents. Um, but mostly the siblings. But I think like I, there are things like I am just an admin for a company. So I really don't have like major responsibility in any way, but I'll like come home and tell RJ like, Oh, I did this thing today where I like reorganized the cabinets and did it. And this was like, brought me a lot of and it sounds really stupid but like if rj was to be like yeah i'm sure that was really cool i feel kind of like bad about myself so i don't know oh yeah i kind of i, I do identify with, with percy's <laughs> do you identify space with in the family <laughs> yeah yeah i think you're but, much more empathetic than percy is written from what i remember maybe well, i'll because it's never my mind will percy's, be from going through here percy's downfall is it's never about like it's about the want of like the next thing as opposed to being like, I want to do this thing. It's he's more like, like I want like, to get to the next step. Yeah. He's almost like practical to a fault. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very confused. They get up to the bedroom and I'm very confused by the living situation for the night because okay. they say that they're going to, it's going to be, Harry and Ron, obviously up in Ron's room, but also uh, Fred and George are going to be in this room as well Mm -hmm. because their room, I assume, has gone. I'm I'm curious where these I'm assuming I'm I guess I'm questioning where the rooms that Bill and like uh, Bill and Charlie had when they were like living it. Where did they go? What are they now? (laughs) I'm very confused by that information. 
Yeah, did like Ginny unless, like stay unless in her Ron parents? and Ginny like were when they were like kids maybe like had a room together like when they just like two twin beds maybe that was a thing fred like okay the, percy like the percy? kids in a haunting of blind manor if we've seen that yes yes <laughs> okay so percy <clears throat> percy has his own room Ginny has her own room ron has his right. own room fred and george share a room so there's four share right room. there and then right. obviously mr and mrs weasley's room so right. yeah, what would that look like? Did Charlie and Charlie and Bill share a room? Who's who's older, Bill or Charlie? Bill's the oldest? I think Bill's the oldest. So, so I would Charlie assume probably Bill had a room. Maybe Charlie and Percy shared a room? Oh yeah, maybe. Okay. I mean, then, I would assume that it's always been that the twins shared a room. I've never That's looked into the age difference, so like Maybe that is what happened, that they shared a room, the twins shared a room, Ginny and Ron shared a room, and then when Charlie and Bill moved out, they, like, adjusted it. That would be the only thing I could think of. Yeah. I was just confused. I guess if everybody was sharing a room, then, yeah, that makes sense. It's like, how old was... Also, it's... Sorry, this is the other thing I was then thinking about, and I was like, it's a magical house. Add a room! Add a room. (laughs) Add a room! You can... Expand a, room. a car? Expand a bedroom. Hello. First of all, this this <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hello. This, this this has to be this house has to be at least five stories tall. Because they're already right. on the stairwell when what? Percy pops out of his room, and then they say they have four more flights to go. So there's I don't understand there's how this no house other room only has four five bedrooms this house has five bedrooms this five-story house no way where's the bathroom how many there's bathrooms oh i bet you there's only one bathroom no no there's Mr. a there's, Mr. A, Mr. Ma- Mrs. We- there's yeah. a primary bathroom and yeah. then there's like the kids bathroom yes mr and mrs weasley have their Ugh. own bathroom i hope i Give was mrs. very lucky weasley a jacuzzi tub i was <laughs> Hello. Give her a jacuzzi tub. I was very lucky when I grew up that I had a, a room which had my own bathroom. But that oh, also... Y'all, even Adam's if I- bedroom in high school was so nice. Adam's bedroom in high school was like... the, And I had a pretty nice bedroom in high school too because I had my little bedroom like downstairs yeah, yeah. and then my own bathroom. But Adam yeah. had like the master bedroom we don't say that anymore. we say primary but yeah the primary the primary bedroom of the house yeah i've never yeah. heard anyone say primary i like that a lot more than master bedroom it's yeah it happened it was like a big uh change that happened in 2020 for reasons which we don't need to get into no i mean <laughs> but well, it's because when, master has the connotation yes exactly and when yeah. someone pointed that out i was like oh of course that's what that means Yep. Yeah, the, you had the primary bedroom with the primary bath with a jacuzzi tub. And the walk-in Did you have a closet. separate shower? To, yeah, separate shower. A separate shower, yeah. yeah. That yep. room was so nice. And a walk-in closet. That room was so nice. <laughs> it was very big. I remember big. when you moved. I remember the first time I came over to your house and was like, this is your bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do need to be clear. I've never said this. My... 
the only to explain why I had the primary bedroom of the home <laughs> was because my mom wanted the we bought a house that had a bedroom on the first floor and she didn't like stairs, but there was one bedroom on the first floor and then two bedrooms on the second floor. So she had an entire suite to her, like a mother-in-law suite. It was basically. also very nice. It was on, yeah. the, on the first floor. Yeah. Pretty much almost the same size as mine. So yeah. she just didn't have a, she just didn't have a jacuzzi tub. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, not the point of the story. So, um, they have a little, Conversation between the four of them about how things were and blah, 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 blah. And uh, Ron asks how serious, almost asks how serious is. And Ron. then Hermione's like, Hermione's like, and it's, it was very funny to be like, then Hermione was like, we should go see if your mom needs help cooking or whatever. And then they left because she was like, Ginny was looking quizzically between Harry and Ron um, and I was like, that wouldn't be Ari. Cause Ari would be like, no, what are you talking about? Who, what are you talking about? I hate when it's a huge pet peeve of mine. What do you, what? Okay. Yeah. Let's all just proceed <laughs> as if you did not say that, which yeah. I was thinking about that the other day when you mentioned my Christmas gift, were you doing mm-hmm. a bit? You knew I was going to like my carrot. Of course Carrie I knew you were going to like it. I was doing a bit. Doing a bit. Well, I genuinely thought about that. I was I stayed up awake in bed that night because I was like <laughs> <laughs> What did he get me? <laughs> <laughs> will I will I like it? Will I not? <laughs> How what if I don't? Do I tell him I don't like <laughs> yeah. it? Do I do I mention it? Can I return um, it? Will there be a gift receipt? Will there be a gift receipt? Is it from Kohl's? Is there Kohl's cast attached? <laughs> Kohl's um, <laughs> Someone was just talking about, well, what is it? The fucking, uh, oh my God, Bitcoin. Like, oh yeah, yeah. There was a girl that she, I think it was probably a TikTok where she was like, um, the, the, this guy I went on a date talking to me like I don't know what Bitcoin kit, what Bitcoin is, but secretly I've been using Kohl's cash for years. it's like correct it's just cole's cash it's the same it's the same idea it's the same thing they go down to help molly with cooking and i just want to say that the description of how molly cooks sounds incredible i'm assuming that a lot of wizard mothers which which mother People who make food in the wizarding world cook in this fashion. Yeah. And if this is how I could cook, I there I would never not cook. I would, would never go out for food. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. If I could just point at a saucepan and what sounds like Alfredo sauce, <laughs> it just comes out of my wand into the saucepan. First of all. How? I'm what gonna, spell is that? Dudley, I will be joining you in being the size of a young killer whale (laughs) because I will only be eating (laughs) fettuccine Alfredo for the rest of my adult life. Um, Exactly. I love the bit. I love that she needs to peel the potatoes and she points at them so ferociously that they like jump out of their skins. That's incredible. I love that imagery. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) they're like naked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like the 
We don't like that, Friedrich. I like the broom and dustpan, like sweeping up the potatoes. I love the knives flying across the room to go cut mm-hmm. the potatoes. I mm. the whole thing. This is peak what I love about hair. Yeah, the like small so details vividly. that I love about hair. Yes, yeah. it's so good. It really sets you in the world of like how just casual magic is for this family. Like right. this is nothing. Like no one is noticing this except for Harry, who's like Whoa. has never seen anyone cook in the wizarding world before. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to say that. But then she also is just generally talking about how she's worried about the twins. They didn't get enough owls, which again, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. I don't even to know. Me. We're not ready to have this conversation yet again, but like again, <laughs> we need to wait yeah. till book five because or whatever. I just I feel like I'm gonna have to do a dive into like the standardized testing for like the UK system. Yeah. Because that's obviously what she's GCSE. what it's basing it off of, which is fine. Yeah. But I still don't understand how it's like a I collected this amount of owls. And not yeah. like I scored this on the, I don't know. I'm an SAT girl. Me too. Mm-hmm. And I did fine. Yeah. That's it. I did fine too. So after this, uh, they go outside to the garden um, because they're going to help Bill and Charlie get, get every, get like the tables ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are once again, have to talk about gnomes. So, <laughs> Gnome, okay, I don't know if you know this. I know you're in your LA bubble as we just discussed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What what do you what do you want to talk about? <laughs> There's a moment going on in at oh. least Midwestern culture. No, I think I know what you're gonna say. No, are you t- gnome culture? Oh no, I'm do you sorry. Know this? I, I thought we were gonna talk about the uh Snow White and the Seven Dwarves remake and how Peter Dinklage commented on it and was oh, just like what dwarfs. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about that. Oh, okay. Um, That's immediately what came to mind for me. I was like, he has a point. Gnome culture is a thing. Okay. So I, me and my sisters did like a secret Santa. Mm-hmm. And I got Leslie. And I, it was just obviously like us and our partners and da, da, da. And I got Leslie and on her wish list, she had funny gnome stuff and i literally was like what what (laughs) what is this so i had to like go online and search this must be a midwestern bubble thing it's so (laughs) wild so i had to go online and find out what gnomes are and there are two different types of gnomes i'm gonna I'm going to give you a little background info. There are two different types of gnomes. One very popular gnome in the market right now is the Norwegian style gnome. So the Norwegian style gnome is a gnome that has a long pointy hat. Yep. It's hat sits. The brim sits below over its eyes and you can only see its big round nose and then beard. Okay. Okay, Norwegian I can send you pictures. Gnome. That is the Norwegian style I think gnome. I've which seen, is, I think I have, I have seen one. They're they were they're very popular like Christmas time because they're like now okay. Christmas decor. Mm, um, okay. My sister Diana, 
She's into that style. Leslie, on the other hand, likes the classic English garden gnome, which is the one when you're thinking of like a Gnomeo and Juliet, for example, the classic quintessential bad animated film. So anyway, so I bought Leslie, I'll put a picture of it in, but I bought Leslie this gnome that's like there, it's right there. Uh, (laughs) It's this like dumb gnome that's like throwing up uh he's like cross-eyed and he's throwing up a rainbow and the whole thing lights up and his little like (laughs) pants are below his ass (laughs) but like do you know how long it took me to find this first of all this was like 45 dollars which like why and also (laughs) and also i had to go through pages and pages of like straight what i would say straight comedy which is like no a gnome giving the bird or a gnome taking a piss or a gnome pooping on a toilet and i was like so anyway so then i got this is all in preparation to go home to my family for christmas right diana and leslie's homes are covered Covered in gnomes gnomes. at christmas and i was like what is going on? What is going on? So anyway, I just wanted to bring up that th- no it was culture. about a year ago. It was about a year ago when we talked about in book two the what the a gnome, gnome is the yeah. gnome the gnome throwing the gnomes doing the no blah blah blah. Maybe a year and a half, and since then my life has been changed by the you, your life of has gnomes. been gnomified. <laughs> it's really terrible. And I don't wish this on anyone. <laughs> it's really bizarre. That is really bizarre to me to hear about. Wow. It's I mean, just I've like seen this people weird... have like a garden gnome in their yard, but that's about it. It's almost like if you remember in the 90s when like the country style kitchen was really popular and like people would just have like a chicken yeah. on the wall in their kitchen Rooster like it's like everything. that yes yeah. yes it's yeah. that but like but gnomes. gnomes for christmas and everywhere for christmas yeah do they take them down after christmas it's like christmas you don't decor? some people don't because they now make like seasonal gnomes so they'll be like <laughs> springtime gnome <laughs> yeah a gnome dressed up like cupid like it's like oh why why i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't get it it's not for me it's not for me either um i'm glad they like it though i'm glad it but brings I, them you joy. know that's what i'm saying that's important but it is a lot to take in. yeah <laughs> so they go down and <sighs> this is so dumb bill and charlie are like fighting tables i don't know this, I, this is like I can lose boy, this one. This is straight boy dumb stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if you, this is like, if you are a person who enjoyed hearing Ma, like how Molly cooks, you are a person who does not enjoy this and vice versa. <laughs> like there, there's two types of people and that's fine. <laughs> but they're like banging furniture together. Percy yells. Percy yells out like you're being really loud. Stop it. Then slams the window. And so they... Which, like, the, to be fair, I agree, Percy. That's just rude. They know you're I, trying to work on a paper, and they're battling yeah. tables. They're so, battling tables. I'll give you also, that one, August. Percy. Um, 
Just what? as an aside, it's August, technically. In October, fine, but no table fighting in August. It's too hot. What are we too doing? Um, so they get the tables ready. They have this big, massive feast. And once again, as we've discussed mm. previously in other chapters, Yum. you gotta describe the food. Um, and there was like a chicken and ham pie. There was like a something. I don't know. There were other foods that were mentioned. And Harry was very excited because obviously he'd only been eating birthday cake all summer. <laughs> so, stale birthday uh, cake under the floorboard with roaches. Right. But also stale birthday cake and some shredded celery, lest we forget. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> some do, you, do you have the, What did I... After Adam and I read that chapter where we were talking about the celery, literally the same day I found a posting that someone made and it says in little asterisks, inventing celery. Damn, I wish I could bite water with hair in it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so accurate to what celery is like. Yeah. Damn, I wish I could bite water with hair in it. Yeah, that texture is not, she's not the girl. The texture <laughs> no, is not. That's why you need the, the peanut butter because you need like something, not solid, but like something to make yeah. you not. Any, just focus anything on, else. Yeah, anything <laughs> yeah. besides the celery. Ugh. I used to be a celery and ranch girl, like with wings, and now I'm like a carrot. Oh. If they have carrot sticks, I'll carrot. Do carrot sticks instead. Carrots and I am a blue cheese over ranch girl. I will go for. Blue I'm getting. Over I'm ranch. getting that way. I used to be ranch only, but uh, my palate has expanded. Yes. Mm. So at dinner, we get a lot of different conversations. Um, and we hear, most importantly, this is really the only plot-wise thing that happens in this chapter. Right. We get we the go. information that uh, Ludo Bagman, who is the head of the Wizarding Ludo. Games? Games, games and, and sports? sports? Wizarding Games and Sports division? Sure. Whatever, whatever, that, whatever that cabinet position is. He's the head of it. And uh, his employee in the department, whose name is... Bertha Jorkins has been missing for a while and she's supposedly on vacation in Albania. So uh, we learned that um, Percy works for Mr. Crouch, a person we only name. The only name we know so far is Mr. Crouch. Mr. Crouch. Right. He, what is he, what is his actual job? Like, what is his title? Do we know? Does it say? I don't think it says. Did it say yet? I know at one point they say it. There is something that I just want to say. I think it's okay that we did not have Ludo Bagman in the movie. But you know That's who would have played say. him? Hugh Bonneville. <gasps> really? He looks no, no, I just think he looks oh, oh, exactly oh. like how I would have pictured Ludo Bagman. Yeah. Okay, but, uh, Mr. Crouch is head of the Department of International Magical Cooperation. Okay, I didn't know that's if that's his, his title. I didn't know if that was the specific. I didn't know if I know he mentioned that as the department that he was writing the report for, but I didn't know if that was mm -hmm. the department that. Okay, that makes sense. I'm pretty, International. I'm pretty that makes sense why he has to be involved with obviously yeah. both the Quidditch World Cup and then the Triwizard Tournament. Okay, right. great. Yeah. 
So Mr. Crouch, after 20 more minutes, Mr. Crouch is the head of the inter- the Department of International Affairs. What was it? I already forgot it. Magical. What is it? Magical. <laughs> Department of International Magical Cooperation. Cooperation. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's the only bit of plot that's important here. Um, you also, in a conversation between like Bill, Charlie, down at that end of the table, you get the information of like, Ireland's a great team. Victor Crumb is the seeker of the Bulgarian Vicky. team, and he's very yes. good. And then, it, th- okay, this is what I had a problem with. Transylvania is okay. not a country. Every other nation that is talked about Mm-hmm. There's Ireland, Bulgaria, Uganda, England, Wales, Luxembourg, Scotland, and then Transylvania. And I was like, I'm sure she added Transylvania because it's Transylvania. And this is a book that has to do with like Paranormal, spooky stuff yeah. or whatever. Supernatural, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, it would be Romania. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it would it would be the it Romanian would not be trans, team. Yeah, it would not be trans Transylvania. <sighs> so I just wanted to point that out because it took it bumped me. It bumped me. Mm-hmm. Um, Such an intellectual. Thank you. Yeah. So then at the end of the chapter, uh, Molly lets Harry know that she is not going to the game. She's going to go get the school supplies. So could could Harry please get the give her his school supply list? And I was like, isn't it just Ron's? Isn't it the same? I mean, I know that like they Ron have and Harry are taking her, the exact, the exact same, classes. same classes. Yeah, maybe she doesn't know. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she doesn't know that. I don't really like this choice. I don't like oh, that, that it's like I'm not going to the game because I have to do the shopping because I have a uterus. It's <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I was like I My don't like it. tubes do not allow me to see Quidditch. <laughs> I don't want to see it at all. I'd much rather go get shopping for all the children. I was like, <laughs> me and the few eggs I have left need to go. Uh, the only way I feel fulfilled. Yeah, I. It's fine. I mean, I do. I. I think there is. She does write a line in there that like the last Quidditch World Cup took five days. So I think oh, she did right. write herself a bit of an out. Uh, With to that. be like, that's why Molly's like, I got. I'm worried that the game might not end. But also, Molly, you could just leave. You could apparate out of there, girl. This is another thing I don't understand. Can we ask this question? Please. These are, this is a group of people. Now, it probably has to do with like they've created boundaries or whatever. Okay. This is a group of people who can apparate and disapparate. How, how are their tickets to see this game? (laughs) There must be, it mu- there must be like, uh, like, yeah, like with Hogwarts, how there's yeah. stuff set up. There has, has to, be. to well, be. Oh, no, there is because they all have to take the port keys in. So they can't apparate. Okay. The whole, the, the whole fairground is off limits. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just thought about that. Um, and then uh, Percy has a little quip where he's like, oh, I hope the game doesn't take five days. Imagine my inbox. And there was a moment where I was like, Percy, I get it. Because anytime there's a holiday, I'm like, oh, there's going to be so many emails to come back to. God, so corporate of me. Um, <laughs> so and then that's, that's pretty much it. That's the chapter. Yeah. It's fine. 
I it's really fun. don't have it's anything It's very to fun. Add. I, I think it's fun. <laughs> I think it's a fun little chapter. Porky's mm. good, too. We get to meet Cedric Diggory. Yes. Ow, ow! Icon, legend. Yeah. Uh, dead person, uh, Cedric first Diggory. Ma- <laughs> first major Hufflepuff character. Which is, sorry, we are four books in. I know, girl. I we guess don't even really get a Ravenclaw one until yeah, Luna. I guess we don't. So that's fine, I guess. Yeah. But this or is Cho. why I want Cho. Oh, Cho's Cho. in this book. Okay. That's true. Cho, yeah. And technically, Cho and Cedric were both introduced in book three. Can you stop barking, Friedrich? <laughs> thank you. I'll cut all well, that thank out. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Adam. That was riveting. That wraps up this chapter. Next week, we will be reading chapter six called The Port Key. The Port Key. The Port Key. We do not have a review, so y'all fucked up. Mm, Say that. (laughs) You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts. And as always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so that we can get a perfect newt score, even though we don't understand the scoring system. Don't get it. (laughs) Five stars only, or else you'll have to write a report on Cauldron Bottoms. Which is Adam's drag name, by the way. <laughs> Cauldron coming Cauldron to the stage, Bottoms. Cauldron Bottoms. Get on Cauldron Bottoms. That's Up Percy's next. drag name. Cauldron Bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Cauldron Bottoms. I'm 33 years old. I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. And Cauldron is really just like a kind of a witchy queen. <laughs> She's absolutely Crystal's energy. She's into the Zodiac. She's very that energy. You know what I mean? Yes. Extra Scorpio. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at HB Anxious, Instagram at HB Anxious, and YouTube at The Ampliverse. We are hosted on Anchor and recorded on Zencaster, so thank you to both of them. And we are also a proud member of The Ampliverse. Check them out at theampliverse.com. Uh, thank you, Adam, also known as Cauldron Bottoms. Um, I do need to make a note. I, I need to change our script for the end. You can also find our podcast on YouTube now. <gasps> oh, yeah. We're on YouTube now. Well, you we can talked watch about it so many times. Thing. Yeah, I'm worried people us. just think I'm referencing nothing, but you can watch the entire episode on YouTube. You can see our beautiful yeah. faces. Yeah. See you can Cauldron, see Cauldron Bottoms, Bottoms live. in action. <laughs> friends for too long (laughs) yeah about that um (laughs) um i think this is coming to an end it's time to say knox on this friendship (laughs) (laughs) and as always knox